that this is the life cycle of a good idea. Anybody that has a good idea is going to go through this cycle, okay? The first stage is excitement. You get really excited about an idea, right? You have a good idea, you get really, really excited. How long does that last, the excitement? Sometimes longer than others, right? But you get excited, <laughs> but then you have to evolve the idea. So excitement, then evolution. You have to like expound on the idea. When you're not as excited in the evolution stage, because now you're you're asking yourself questions that you may not have the answer to. And three, two, one. You're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. My name is Donnie Wiggins. I am your favorite business coach extraordinaire. And this is David. How was your week? Wonders, put your feet down. Try, <laughs> try to show your thighs. We were trying to well. we were trying to do something new. So let us know if you That's like. An only you know fans what I mean? conversation. I was, <laughs> <laughs> right. Incorporating a little OnlyFans activity in the Social Proof Podcast, but what it do? How was your week? It was amazing. Uh, went to uh, we were both at a mastermind in Tampa. Yeah, and man, it's just something really cool about other people. Just being in a room with other people that are winning. Yeah. other people that are up, other people that invested to be in that particular room. Mm-hmm. And it's just another level of conversation. So I left uh, inspired, not necessarily, not even by what was said in like the training and stuff that you're supposed to learn, but just being in an environment, it really, uh, I'm inspired. It's always the environment. So me and Neo were on the same flight on the way to Tampa. And what seat did you have? I was in comfort. Did he have, was he in comfort? He was in first class. Oh, yeah. So didn't talk on the plane. No, we didn't get to talk. I thought it was going to be a conversation. <clears throat> because I was on a plane with you coming back too. And like, after I got off the plane, I was like, we waited like 30 minutes for you to get off the plane. I'm like, it was taking first so First of all. And I was like, I wonder how far back on the plane she is. First like, of all, David sat right next to me as I booked. So I was booking my flight to come back home. I hadn't, I didn't get the flight yet. So I booked my flight literally mm. like 12 hours before and we're in this conference. So I'm in the middle of booking the flight and taking notes. And I put my credit card in, press submit. And at the top of the Delta screen, it said these seats that you selected were purchased before you completed your own purchase. Mm. Did that not happen? My daughter's here. We don't sit in the back of the plane, do we, baby? No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. So in order for me to keep the same flight, <laughs> but let me tell you something. Um, I am a first-class flyer, but I'm not a first-class 40-minute flyer. Flyer, yeah, Not no. when the difference in price of the ticket is $700. Like, yeah, I'm on the flight for 45 minutes. There was literally a $700 fare difference. And some people would say, so what? Just make more money. I don't just, like, I spend money sometimes frivolously, mm. but there are just certain things that I can't process yeah, we didn't have head. a first-class flight either. Feels yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> they were just ahead of me. They were also not in first class. Anyway... So headed to this mastermind, Neo and I are uh, on the same flight. So we rode together because it's like an hour drive. Uh, me, no, me, Neo, his wife, and uh, some someone else. <clears throat> and we are talking about business, our mastermind programs and retention and growth and things like that. And I promise you, before I even got to the mastermind, it was the conversation that I needed to have that made the whole trip worthwhile. Mm. Like before I even arrived at what was supposed to be the main event, I got for me what I needed to get. Um, Would you like to share? 
Yeah, well, it wasn't. <clears throat> it was me actually giving Neo some advice. He was uh, struggling with some retention practices in his business. So this is so ghetto, but I have to. I'm so sorry. I've been waiting on this call. Hello? What in the world is going on? Hey, it's the laundry is waiting at the concierge desk. I'm not home this morning. You got some nerve. Thank you. Bye-bye. I could not miss my laundry pickup. Anyway. <clears throat> it was probably nobody calling. You just feel somebody away about me talking about you in the back of the plane. Now did you got to start a little a bit. I don't know. Did I what? not just... It doesn't look like it. Did I not just get a call? <laughs> she felt hurt about being near the Thank bathroom you. in the plane. And now we got to study. Anyway, so okay, go ahead. we are talking about um, Neo has we all have these high ticket masterminds. Thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. I think Neo's is what, fifty five thousand or something like that. And we're talking about continuity programs. And I'm telling him, like, this is your continuity program. Uh, and he's like, yeah, we just got to, you know, maintain retention and make sure people who come and enroll for a year, how do we make this valuable enough for them to want to renew when their year is up? Because some people are, are getting ready to expire. So I just gave him some renewal strategies for keeping people in his high ticket program, um, mostly centered around recognition. What I know about high achievers is that they like to be recognized, even the introverts, even the people who say, oh, I don't do it for the recognition. Everybody wants to be recognized. If you don't do it for the recognition, put your idea out there, let somebody else run it and never, ever have your name attached to it, right? Um, but in having that conversation with him, I am preparing for uh, my mastermind. We're going to Mexico in a little under two weeks. And I am preparing to give them an amazing experience. And in having that conversation, it was exactly the reminder that I needed, even though I gave the advice of what to do with my own mastermind group. You ever give advice to somebody and it's like mental note for self? All the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what it was. So that was the biggest thing for me because uh, this time around, I went for the experience of, let me just see how the mastermind environment is supposed to feel because this level of mastermind that I offer in my business is new mm. um, for me. So I wanted to be in the room with other people who invested big and how does this experience feel? What does it look like? What is... What is the customer journey throughout this experience is what I was analyzing for. And that conversation, that 45 minutes, an hour conversation that we had really did it. And then, you know, always being in the room at our lunch table, I can't even tell you the net worth of the total group that was at our lunch table, but That's I know it's, it's, one person alone tips the scale making 20 million in a year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me, guys. It was not I either, for sure, but <laughs> not yet anyway. Right. So just being in those environments, sometimes when you invest that big, people are going for, and even we've been guilty of going for the, but what's the information? When really it's the experience of being in those rooms and connecting with other people, plus the, inf the information still has to be yeah. solid, but it's so much more than that. Yeah, so you know, it's crazy though. You realize, and I've been, over the last couple of years, I've been in rooms that, um, that people, like really, really impressive income, and I'm not even close to that, but they are impressed with what I do. Mm -hmm. That really gives me that that really gives me a surety. And for everybody, you know, if you do anything well, it don't got to be about like making a whole lot of money. But there are some people who cannot figure out they cannot figure out how to do what you do. Yeah, 
There was a guy who made 20-something million dollars a year. And he's like, man, you got a podcast? How do you start it? Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. He's like, yo, can I just fly you down to Miami? And I, I want to talk to you about how to get it going, man. Creating content is just... And you might be there and be like, yeah, you just, you make the real. You just put the music here. Yeah. And, but some people just can't figure it out. But the cool thing is if you do anything well, you will fit right in in any any high-level environment. And that's really interesting. Um, and, and it's the truth. So, and then being in those environments, they're just good for you. So for example, anytime me and Wall Street Trapper are in the same room, what I love most about, well, it's not what I love most about him, but one thing that I really love about Trap is he has no issue saying, Donnie helped me do this, yeah. right? Like he will put me on to everybody that he knows. Like all of my clients that ever paid me $100,000 for my services came from Trap. Mm. They were all referrals from Trap. So he's we're in this environment and he's at the end of the table. You have to pay you $100,000? Not anymore. I eliminated that service. Hmm. So it was when I was sitting in his operations. You remember that yeah, we discussed it. I yeah. Golly. Yeah. So come on up, guys. Come on. Hang out with us. All that right? was um so we're at the lunch and I hear Trap down there talking. He's talking to uh, some other people at the end of the table with him, telling them about his first time having the confidence to sell a high ticket was when we did the program and you know, Trap fought me for a long time on like, Trap, it has to be, you know, I was going like $10,000 and he's like, nah, Donnie, I, I don't know. Like, are people going to buy it, you know? And um, we ended up literally backstage coming up with his very first like high ticket. And I believe at that time it was like $7,000. Um, during that event, like three hours after we pitched it, he ran, he did like $500,000 uh, just in those first three hours. And then of course did more throughout the event. And the group was really valuable and impactful. And he never has to, he he can take full credit for that. He never has to mention my name at all, but he always mentions my name. And so fast forward to what you're talking about, these people who make so much money, like these, these people, like even like Annetta Powell that night when we were sitting by the pool, she's like, so tell me more about what you do. And I'm like, Girl, you crush me in income. <laughs> like, what do you? Why? Tell me more about what you do. But it's 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 how you grow. So even when you don't, even when you're not at the top of the the the, the ladder, even when you sometimes feel like you don't belong, get in the room. Hundred percent. Get in the room. So I I want to maybe talk through. Um, I did a TED talk, and I was just I don't know why it hit me this morning. I did a TED talk about the life cycle of a good idea. Okay. And I want to go through those stages. And you tell me if you agree that this is the life cycle of a good idea. Anybody that has a good idea is going to go through this cycle. Okay. The first stage is excitement. You get really excited about an idea, right? You have a good idea, you get really, really excited. How long does that last, the excitement? Sometimes longer than others. Right, but you get excited, <laughs> but then you have to evolve the idea. So excitement, then evolution. You have to like expound on the idea when you're not as excited in the evolution stage because now you're you're asking yourself questions that you may not have the answer to because you have to build on the idea. Okay, okay, I'm gonna have the biggest clothing brand in the world, but now as you evolve it, you got to go through different designs and material, and you find out there's you got to build a website to sell it, and how do you market? You got to evolve the idea. The third stage is engagement. 
So now you have to engage the world with your idea, which the that part is the breaking point for most people. Because when you're engaging other people with your idea, they're not as excited about your idea. Mm. You think it's the greatest in the world. And you think, I don't understand how anybody would not buy this. And then you engage people and they don't buy it. And you're like, <laughs> this is amazing, guys. What do you mean? But from engagement, you either, you either go to expansion, right? You start scaling the business or you go back around the cycle to excitement where you get excited about something else. And then you evolve something else and you engage the crowd with something else. And then if you don't go to expansion, you wind up getting excited about something else. Mm-hmm. And we just go through this process of excitement, engagement, uh, excitement, evolution, engagement. And we never really get to expansion because we keep the cycle of getting excited about something else. Yeah. So I want to talk about, first, give me your thoughts. But I want to go through each one because everybody's in a stage. Anybody excited about something right now? You just started it. You're excited. All right. How many people are in the evolution phase where you're building something? It's not a thing yet. You haven't took it to the marketplace yet, but you're building it. Still kind of excited because you're you're just excited. How about we are in the engagement phase where we have a business that we are actively selling and we get resistance? Some people like it. Some people don't. We have ups, downs. We're engaging people. How many people recently went through this process, but now you're back in excitement. You're getting excited about something else because that thing that you went through hasn't really worked out the way you thought it was going to be. If you are just starting something, you probably just came out from building something. And we, if, the, if it doesn't work out, we start rebranding ourselves or we, we just want to do something different because the, the marketplace didn't receive us the way we thought it was, they were going to receive us. Mm-hmm. When really you got to just keep engaging until you start to understand how to expand. So give me your thoughts real quick. I think it's good. <laughs> no, I think it's good. <laughs> that is my thought. I I, I want to hear more about the framework of your uh, process of, of cool. an idea. I think it's good. I think that more people stay... I think the excitement phase lasts longer for most people than any of those other phases. 100%. Like you're excited. You're always excited. You're always excited. Have you done some work? No, not yet, but you're still excited? Okay. Right. I, I, have, a, I have a hack and something to think about, but I'm going to go through each phase real quick. Okay. Excitement. Okay. Even as you, like you have an idea. Some people even have a hard time getting excited because the idea is so big. Mm. or they don't feel that they should get excited because they've been disappointed so often. So I can't, Mm. I I, I, I have this idea, I have this dream, I have this vision, but it's something preventing me from getting excited because of all my past hurts, all my past endeavors, right? So we just lose the excitement altogether. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, Donnie, how do you stay excited about something? Or how do you get excited about something? Yeah, so this is interesting. We talked about this a little bit uh, during the episode where I where I uh, said that I bought my mom the, the condo. Yep. And I said that my, my past 
my previous foreclosure and losing everything, just not being able to get approved because of what that period of time did to my credit, it robbed me of my excitement throughout that process. Um, Lately, though, I love this conversation because lately I have been excited about a lot of things. Um, every single day I wake up excited, but my excitement right now is super intentional because I haven't, I have, I have two things that I could choose. I could be really excited or I could be dreadful. I could be excited about the process of what's to come, or I could be dreading the process of what I have to go through in order to get what I want. So right now I literally am super intentional about waking up and choosing excitement, like Mm. thinking about the journey and the process and changing the I have to do X, Y, and Z to I get I get to like Mm. I really get to do this work right now to become the woman that I need to become to in order to deserve this type of business, this type of lifestyle, this type of whatever it is. Right. So that's one little hack for me. it's, It's a simple change. Like when you think about it, like, man, I got to go to the gym today just to stay fine which I do. Right. But instead I say, man, I get to go to the gym. Like I have full physical ability, full ability to use my arms and legs. Like I get to go to the gym and sure. In the beginning, it's a psych yourself out kind of thing. But to me, if that's what you have to do, you just do it. So I look at everything with that. I get to perspective. And then I set, I set small goals. So I have one big goal, but I have small milestones on the way. Things that in the beginning is very important to set goals that are actually achievable. Because if you set goals too big, not that there's anything wrong with too big goals, but if you're only focused on the really large goal and when you don't hit it, you're deflated and you're let down and you're disappointed and it makes you not want to go forward with another goal. So take that really big goal and just accomplish something. So I want to be fine by July, right? Real quick, when's the last time you've been to the gym? Uh, Sunday. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. I go today, tomorrow. How often do you go? Four or five days a week. Four or five days a week? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Right now. How do you... I'm saying... How does it keep you excited to go, though? Because I can't... Because I think we have a vision. And then... Because the reason I asked you was because I know you were were on that, that, like, that journey of going, like, multiple days a week. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, what have a... I think my problem is I have a vision and I'll get excited to go but I lose the vision mm-hmm. of like what I see myself being. So me too. I have that same issue right now, though. I decided that that's not going to be my issue any longer, but I know me. I get excited. Okay, I'm going to the gym. We're about to be summertime fine. 90, you know, July, I'm going to be summertime fine. Well, that's a really big goal. So how can I break it down? I'm going to, com- what I committed to was three days a week. But I got so excited about the process of doing the work and what it felt like after that I ended up doing four and five days a week, right? Mm. So instead of saying I'm going to lose X amount of pounds or have these type of abs, I said, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. Mm. And then I got an accountability partner. I'm going to commit to the gym three days. I hired a trainer because I know that I don't yet have the discipline to just do it on my own. So every time that I have worked out, So far, I believe I'm on day 26, I think, of my 90-day development journey. I've had accountability either through a trainer, and my trainer is virtual. Um, It's either through a trainer or a friend working. Saturday? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going at 10. Okay. Like right there, like that is, I think that is definitely a key to staying excited, which is the environment 
that you stay. Like we, we went to the mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, I know I was excited. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Even I'm like, I'm excited again about mm -hmm. building what I'm building because I'm in an environment. Every morning, like we're on the call and you might hear something that reignites that thing, right? But if, if you're just left to your own devices, it's like, well, yeah, I'm not excited anymore. I mean, think about it in all areas of your life. The excitement fades when it's your own emotions and only your own emotions or thoughts and feelings that you have to depend on when you don't have. And this is this is in your business. This is in your family life. This is relationships. When all you have is your perception of the reality that's happening around you, it's going to become really easy to be deflated because we're humans that are led by our own emotion. Yeah. And the quality of your excitement or the consistency of your excitement is going to depend on how emotionally intelligent you are, right? And if you're not processing things well, then you're going to lack excitement. It's so important <clears throat> to keep other people around you. When we went for our first seven-figure year, we didn't hold that to ourselves. For a long time, it was like at the beginning of every month. What were your numbers last month? What were your numbers? I knew David was calling with these numbers. He knew that I'm going, that I was going for the same exact goal. So it's just that measure. That's the equivalent having you like there. What's my numbers? What'd you do? What do we have to do? How can I help? You know, when I fell short, how can I help? What can I do? That's the equivalent of your, your, gym coach, your, fit, your fitness coach. That's the equivalent of your relationship coach, your business coach. You need that accountability there. Most people do. 100%. So we're going to, we got to layer it now, right? Because the next thing is evolving. And here's the thing. The evolution of the idea, the, the evolution stage isn't just the evolution of the idea. It's the evolution of the idealist, the person who has the idea. Mm -hmm. So if we are going to continue to build, it's not just working on the thing. We have to work on our ability to work on the thing. So that's why we have the book club in the morning meetup so that 
we can continue to evolve and grow as a person because I believe the bigger you are, the more you can handle. For sure. In terms of mental, emotional, your your the the way you think, the more strategic you think, the more um uh um what's the word I'm looking for? There's a word, but the bigger you become as a person, the more you can handle. And this is my favorite quote from Myron, man. He said, um, and I said it on the, the call this morning, that you are, everyone's doing 100% of what they can do being who they are today. Yes. So if you make 20000 a year, you're doing 100%. So Joe, I don't know what you make all together in a year, but you're doing all that you can being the person that you are today. Like we think that we need, we're not doing enough, but you are doing all that you can. And that's going to go over so many people's heads. Like even I, that's, that's the, that's the motivating force behind me right now. Donnie, you, you have exactly what you have because you've done all that you can do being who you are right now. Okay. Well, me to me, me to God, how do I get more? How do I get to the more? Because there's yep. so many other things on my list. This isn't it for me. Well, you got to grow. You have to develop. You have to become, which is my word for the year, become, becoming. Yep. You have to grow. So you want to do some more? Read more books. Get in new rooms. Try new things. You have to have new experiences if you want more, you cannot stay the same person that you are today and get more. And some people would say, oh, well, I did. You, you didn't. Yeah. You just completely ignored the beauty of your growth. 100%. I'd be so impressed with Reese, too, because like Reese got like real estate. He got like investment properties and cars on Turo and all that kind of stuff. Okay, like, not Reese. just Not just holding a camera, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I really do be super impressed because... Just the, like it, he's so casual with it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's something. So there might be a videographer here, a videographer here. Your ability to perform the job as a videographer, exact same. Yeah. But you have to become something else to actually go get a property, mm-hmm. to actually invest in a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to evolve, getting in different rooms. Whatever we make right now, that's all you can make being who you are. Myself, I have not grown to an eight-figure entrepreneur yet. Mm. I'm making 100% of what I can make being who I am right now. And if I want to go to another level, I have to become more. So what do you have to become? A better leader. Mm-hmm. I have to um, I have to stop being so afraid because I am afraid of certain things. I'm afraid of like opinions and stuff like that. I'm sorry, my allergies are going crazy, y'all. Sorry for like the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have to think more strategic. So I um, I, I just recently hired a new accountant. Mm-hmm. For one, just, I'm super impressed talking to her. But I get in this environment, I'm like, just I, I just have this like epiphany. And I say to myself, I want to get to the next level, but the next level is going to require me to um, the, the next level. I, I don't. I, I can't get to the next level on my own. Okay. So I came up with this idea. I said, I called my accountant and said, "Hey, put together the revenue for the morning meetup from the last six months. I need. A, I need a report. 
of like where everybody's at, their memberships, how long, all that kind of stuff. So she sent me this report and I'm like, oh, dang, that's dope because now I can see revenue. Mm-hmm. Because my objective now is I'm, I may find an investor who's also a really, really good marketer because my goal is 10,000, but there are some people who see 100,000 mm-hmm. or 60,000. Mm-hmm. My man, I was talking to Alex yesterday and he said he has 27,000 people in his program. Insane. 27,000. I just got the ability to see 10. I can see it now. Like I, I mapped it out. I can see it. No problem. But in this year, 10,000. Easy. But I can't see 50. It's not that we can't do 50. It's just I can't see it. Mm-hmm. So I need to get around somebody who just sees a bigger game. Like if I was talking to Marcus in 500, he just sees so big. Yeah. He just yeah. sees it just so big. So I'm like, okay, well... I need to be more of a businessman. Let me get all my business stuff in order, projections, um, retention, all that stuff, package it and be able to present an idea and be able to evaluate the right partner and be able to evaluate the company and see if I can get somebody who understands mass marketing on a whole nother level, has celebrity uh, affiliation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So to get to that, next, last year I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to promote. I'm going to market. We're going to give as much value as possible. Y'all get value, right? But I have to become a better leader to be able to lead people, not just the people that follow me, Mm -hmm. but like people around me. Can I lead an investor to give me some money and to do what they're supposed to do? So, But how did you get to this point? So you weren't here last year. What changed? What was the motivating force to say, okay, Last year, I wasn't this person. Are you happy with the amount of, of money that you made last year? Last year, were you happy yeah. with the amount of money? You were happy in that mm-hmm. with what you earned. But this year, you want to go to an even higher level, yeah. more impact, more revenue, For more sure. income. What? But you know what the crazy thing is? Mm-hmm. It's, not the, it's not the more money would make me happier. What makes me happy right now is accomplishing what I know I can accomplish. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash socialproof. That's netsuite.com slash socialproof. netsuite.com slash socialproof. Sure. But you said now I am thinking... And I understand that I have to become a better leader. I understand that I have to get into the mindset of a businessman now, not just growing, growing, growing and taking kind of what we get as a result. But now I have to be able to have projections yes. and retention measures and metrics in place. What what were you exposed to? I think that's important to share what you were exposed to to say, OK, I need to do that. Bigger numbers, bigger numbers. I mean, Alex saying 27,000. Matt and Fabiana, they got a program. They got 30,000 people in it. Um, watching old videos of the Million Man March. Watching videos of uh, like the Black Panthers, like those movies. What was the, the movie where the light-skinned guy, he was just sitting in a chair. Did y'all see it? He was Huey P. Newton. The joint might have been called Huey. You know what I'm talking about? Did you see it? What's the actor's name? No, it, it was years ago. Huh? Was that the name of it? Where it was just him in a chair in like a stadium and he's like going through all the things that happened as the black as he was building Black Panthers. He was Huey P. Newton. He was playing that role. Hmm. No, y'all didn't see that movie? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Fire. But studying, like studying big movements. Mm-hmm. Forget the money. That's why. So it's $79 a month, right? And if you're calculating 10,000 people times $79 a month, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But the question is, am I looking for money or am I looking to create a movement? So we come up with an idea, 60% off. You Listen, I'll talk to you every single day, every single weekday of a whole year for $400. Would you take it? Mm -hmm. Of course, right? Because I, like, we, the goal is building a massive community, not making as much money as I can make. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. The point that I was trying to get you to say, though, was people in your environment. I didn't help you? Yeah. But it wasn't. That wasn't the answer. Well, but it is your answer. You said it was Alex. It was Marcus. It was you being exposed to these documentaries and movies like you can't stay in your own head, in your own bubble, in your own environment. You have to get out of that. Yep. So many people are stuck too. in the I know it all phase. Some people are stuck in the I'm not telling anybody what my ideas are because you're afraid that somebody's going to steal your idea from you. You got to get out of that space. And yep. I wanted to highlight that because. David is very vocal, as am I, about what we're working on next, what the next goal is. If you hold it to your chest, I don't believe, and I believe that if you speak it out, then you begin to attract resources and things that you need to you in order to make these things happen. But if you're only internalizing it, you're making the journey so difficult because you can only rely on what you know. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, while everything that you need is already inside of you, it takes other influences to pull them out. And you don't know enough today to become exactly who you want to be in your next level, right? Is it inside of you? Yes. 
But being inside of you and you being aware of it are two totally different things. So the environment, the people that you keep around you are going to inspire you. God sends you your blessings through other people. That's a that's that that just is biblical. It just comes through other people. It's no different in your business. You got yep. the movie? Yes, it's called a Huey P. Newton story. A Huey P. Newton story. Yo, it Let's... is fire. So it starts going through his his ten point program, right? Where how they how they built the Black Panthers. Like these are like the kind of like the core, the ten core commitments of the program, and everybody knows the commitments. Everybody knows the ten points. And I'm like, oh. We got to get everybody on the same page. We got to laugh. Oh, where is know. it? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, our, our, our nut studio doesn't have that. Nut studio just starting, doesn't have that. I'm, 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 I'm working to evolve not only the idea but evolve myself as a person. But back to the actual idea, I knew the system that we had to facilitate the bigness of this idea was not going to work the way the current business was operating. So we had to invest in the app. Are y'all in the app? Y'all on the app? We had to invest on the, in the app where I can communicate with everybody and I can go live in you know certain scenarios and I'm not going live on Instagram like taking care of your particular community. So we had, we're building the foundation, evolving the idea, mm-hmm. but also me evolving as a person. Yes. So next phase, engagement. Okay. How many people have an issue with that? How do you approach somebody with your good idea? It's tough. It's tough. Especially if you're not evolving as a person. Here's the hack. Here's the hack. With each phase you leave, you have to take that phase with you to the next phase. So if you're excited about an idea, and then you want to evolve, you have to keep in mind that you have to stay excited in the evolution process. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal does that make sense so my daughter's here Corey's here and she said the reason she's here today and i took her out of school because she ain't going back to school (laughs) <laughs> we'll talk about it. She's like, uh, I like my friends. But she said, <laughs> but she said she wanted to start a business. And we started a few businesses, right? And my daughter get really, really excited, right? And then when you start doing the thing, you're not as excited. Am I right? She just stopped for a while, which is cool. They're laughing, but they do it too. All the time, just as adults, which is worse. So, <laughs> so I told her, look, you just got to start hanging out with daddy because I want to evolve, evolve you as a person. And we're not just going to start another business. You need to just be around the environment because the next thing you get excited about, you'll understand how to evolve it. And you'll evolve the idea and you'll stay excited because you know it's not about the end result. It's about being happy that I'm making progress in the evolution. But when you go to engagement, you have to continue to be excited as you're engaging people, but also continue to evolve the idea as you're engaging. So if you're engaging people and they say, well, I don't want to buy your stuff. How do we evolve the idea? You ask them, why aren't they buying? What would be the reservation? Because now you can go and take, if a hundred people say it's the same reason why they're not buying, you can continue to evolve the idea and make the adjustments. And you'll stay excited because whether you say yes or no, mm-hmm. you're still evolving the idea. You're still working on it. So you got to take each phase with you to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So give some practical steps on engagement. So someone yes. has a brand new idea. 
how do they engage with their potential investor, potential customer? Take notes on, take, have your scorecard be the attempts, not the results. So your scorecard can say, when you start this new idea, Mm -hmm. the goal isn't to make $1,000. The goal is to ask 100 people to buy your product. Okay. And that's your scorecard. It's not like you got to practice saying it. You got to practice talking about it. You got to practice engaging. And it helps you continue to engage because you're not focused on them saying yes or no. You're just excited at the fact that you did what you said you're going to do. Today, go ask 10 people to buy. Okay. Regardless of the result. Regardless of the result. And doing that activity yields what kind of result? One, uh, you evolve as a person. You evolve as a salesperson. Mm-hmm. You'll get more feedback. So you continue to evolve the idea. But you'll automatically get better at the sale. Automatically. You can't possibly, you said 100 people? 100 people. You can't possibly present your idea to 100 people and not find an opportunity for to get better. For sure. You cannot possibly go and talk to 100 people and not say, ooh, I shouldn't have said that part. Or I need to... I need to say this part. You can't possibly go through a hundred people and not understand the feedback that you're getting. You just can't do it. You can go through one person, three people, maybe five people before something clicks that says, okay, obviously this posture is turning people off or obviously I'm focusing too much on the price rather than the value of, of my offer in my engagement. You can't go, you can't do the right work and not get the result that you're looking for. You just it's imp- you just can't. Right. The right work. Yep. And just doing the work creates the right work. You learn so much by just engaging with people. Say, for instance, you sell cologne. Mm-hmm. And obviously the cologne is for men. And you talk to 20 guys. And they and they smell. It's like, ooh, I wonder if my girl would like this. Or the next person says, you know, my girl just bought me some cologne. And the next person says something about, like they might be with their girl, and the girl say, "Oh, you you should get that," and they start they buy it, and all these people start talking about how the girl just bought them cologne, or you'd have to check to see if she likes it. What would you do next? I would start approaching women with cologne mm. through the activity. Like, oh, I'm getting data from what people are telling me. Oh, now I have to approach women and say, "Hey, you got a man? Smell this." If he came home with this. How would you feel? Yeah. And that's your customer. Yeah. That's strong. Strong, strong. Through your engagement, you can discover that you're talking to the wrong person. You will discover. You will discover. Every time. Or the right person. Or the right person. Period. Start to get the patterns. All right. Um, Now, I think you got to engage long enough to, um, to reach expansion. Okay. But if you keep engaging... And you keep evolving the idea and you and you keep that like childlike excitement, you will expand. Mm-hmm. If you do it right. Mm-hmm. If you do it right. What's cool is I think with consistent activity, you'll start to be able to measure how much you're making. Yeah. Consistent activity. I don't care if it's two sales a month. But if you keep the activity, you'll go from two sales to three sales, three sales to four sales. But eventually you'll get tired of that. You'll get tired of that. You'll get tired of it. Especially if you find yourself consistently working, you'll start to put yourself in an environment of other people that are consistently working. 
Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if Donnie, Donnie has been coaching for a while. How many coaches do you know? Dozens. Because you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. When I was working as 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 a, I was a service at the Cheesecake Factory, and I have my t-shirt brand. But I've been building this brand for years, and I just found myself in different environments. Mm-hmm. Just me doing consistent work. Mm-hmm. Like when you call me, I'm not doing something different. Like I'm just doing consistent work. Consistent activity. Well, one puts you in a different environment and whatever you're doing, that environment will start to stretch you. And now I'm having conversations when I start hearing people talk about 25 million and 20 million and all these people that are making like these eight figures, like well above eight figures. Yeah. Now I'm like, all right, we got to expand. Got to expand. And at least my mind now is thinking expansion. But unless you get in that environment, that's going to come from a result of continuing to hit the market Mm-hmm. And you continue to evolve not only the idea of, as a person, but mm-hmm. really being excited every time somebody talks to you, you'll never start to expand. I agree. It's the whole process. And when you're thinking about the framework of this process, there are no steps that you can skip. Mm-hmm. And yep. that is also where we go wrong. Well, I don't want to do the engagement phase. I want to go, I, I'm excited about my idea. I want to go straight to expansion. Yep. Start looking for investors. I need an investor. I need an investor. (laughs) (laughs) I need an investor. I'm raising funds. I'm doing this. You start with this excitement and you want to go straight to your expansion or your your, uh, result. And you forget that part in the middle, that that engagement exercise in the middle that actually matters. Um, I was reading, I think it was yesterday when we were in the airport, that Pinky... um, owner of Slutty Vegan, she was able to raise $25 million uh, recently in investment capital, and now her business is worth $100 million. $100 million. Do you guys remember? Do you remember? Do you remember her initial breakout phase in the marketplace and the excitement that was built around just her brand? It, It started with her level of excitement, her coming in and saying, I know that what I offer is going to shut it down. Like, I know more than I know than I know that I know that meat eaters are going to love my burgers. Like, she didn't even go after vegans necessarily. She went after a marketplace of people who enjoy burgers and just saying, whether you're vegan or not or whatever you are, you got to try this burger. You just got to try it. You got to try it. And then you would see people slowly but surely going to her, um, I think it was a food truck at first. And then she went from the food truck to the location downtown. And you would see, you know, she's engaging. She's got people. It's her engaging. How was that first bite? How was that first taste? And then she coined a phrase, I've been slutified. I've been slutified. And now everybody wants to say that in front of her step and repeat ban- banner that they've been slutified, right? And so she's doing the engagement. She's keeping the example. Now her business is expanding and it's growing. You can't go to some of her locations and have less than a one hour wait. But why are people still? You have to start studying, As CEOs and business owners, you have to start studying what other people are doing in or out of your industry. So it's a clue for me. She created this mass just excitement and appeal. People who are not even vegans, people who would never eat a chickpea anything, right? They Mm -hmm. are in line because they want 
that experience more than they want the burger. They want to go and they want to see this line. There's this burger place with this line wrapped around the building. They want to stand in line and say, I've been slutified. They want to be highlighted on her social media page. You got to start paying attention to the evidence of what other companies are doing. Now your girl has like, either 10 locations or 10 locations on the she's way. Going crazy. 10 more locations on the way. I know she's here in several areas in Atlanta. She's got a nice location in, in uh, New York. I believe with the money that she just raised, she's about to drop 10 other locations. But don't just celebrate. Obviously celebrate. Study. What did Pinky do? What did she do? Okay, what was her excitement phase? Okay, I see it. What was her engagement phase? Mmm, I get it. Look at how she built a community around a burger. Mmm. Yo, I got an email. To, and I didn't get a chance to read it, but it just, it interests me, and, but I didn't get a chance to read it. I got an email that said, the guy. Hey, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Gathering Spot announces acquisition yes. by Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, what's his I name? I said Ryan. And Ryan Googler and um, Killer Mike. Ryan Googler and Killer Mike just acquired the Gathering Spot. No, well, Ryan's the owner of Gathering Spot. They went just went into partnership. So 
Greenwood Bank, which is partially owned by Killer Mike. Right. And I thought Ryan had ownership in Greenwood Bank, too. But Greenwood Bank just acquired the gathering spot. I know the ga- I don't know the, the owner of the gathering spot. His name is Ryan. Maybe it's a different Ryan. I don't know. Let's see. TK. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Ryan Wilson. Ryan Wilson is the CEO of... I just saw it, but it was it was just so cool that they built the one in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then like we 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 saw after like a year or two, they were moving to New York and LA, and they just kind of go through these expansion goals, and they're just grinding like consistently building, and now they had an acquisition that I'm sure makes sense financially for them, and they have just a, another vision. I'm like, golly, yeah, all of these people. And if you if you watch the podcast that did with Pinky or you just kind of watch her story, she didn't have no handouts. None. She grinded. This is None. not her first restaurant. And Ryan Googler, by the way, I think is a movie director or something. What's his name? Ryan Wilson. Wilson. Give yep. him his proper credit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So pay attention to these things. Pay attention to how people are actually navigating in business and get outside of your own concept sometimes. So you can actually allow your concept and opportunity to survive and thrive. Like sometimes you just want to launch and that's important. If you haven't launched yet, get out into the marketplace. But once you get into the marketplace and you have a provable concept that becomes proven, what is your next step? For a lot of companies, it's an it's an exit strategy. How do I sell this thing? How do I get this off my hands? And so I saw when we talked about, uh, I believe in the episode that we released last week, there's a clip that's going around on the internet of me saying that sometimes you are a visionary and you create these great ideas that you stay in too long and you really would probably be better off creating a business model where you sold these ideas. And people are like, well, how do you sell these ideas? Pay attention to the ideas right here around you that are being sold. I would be picking apart how the gathering spot acquisition happened. For sure. He will be on the Social Proof Podcast. You guys just wait. Yeah. Uh, Questions, comments. You got any questions, Corey? You got anything to say? You're not going back to school. (laughs) These are the conversations. It's education right here. Okay, questions, comments. Come to the orange chair. This... Man, I, I just I just think it's really, really important to um to like really take into consideration every one of these phases. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that some of you are missing one. You're evolving the idea and like you're engaging people, but you're not excited anymore. And people can feel that. Mm-hmm. Or you're just super excited and you're engaging people, but you're not like nothing's happening. You're just living off the dream, but you're not taking that data mm-hmm. and continuing to evolve the concept or you're excited and you're forever in evolution mode and you never ever try to make a sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Or we're excited, we're evolving the idea, we're engaging people, but you're not putting yourself in an environment where you start thinking expansion. One of the worst things that can happen to somebody is a little bit of success because you don't think to expand. You're good. What up? Donnie, greetings. Greetings. The question is, with all of these different steps, how? Do, what's the hack for balancing it at the same time? In my case, they happen at the same time. Why? I have a cl- I have an accessory line. We do collaborations. Each collaboration. Can we make that camera a little lighter? 
But each collaboration, we got to get excited about. We have a spot in New Black Wall Street, so it's expanding, getting people to come. That's a piece. And then it's evolving, uh, like let's say a, a release you did last year, got to make it better this year. Yep. So the question is, how do you, and it's all in the same thing. Yep. It's in the same brand, but that's the hack. How do you, how do you, how do you balance all this? Yeah, you know what? Some people's problem is they do multiple different businesses and you get distracted because you're trying to juggle them all. Mm. That doesn't seem like that's happening to you, right? Because you're in one... It's in the same brand, but it's starting to see a lot of... Right. Some people's issue is it's one business with too many different legs, which is just as bad as multiple different businesses. Because you you can't focus on anything. Every, Every year, I evaluate what made me money. And every year, I remove something that made me money. Mm-hmm. So we did, I think like $300,000 or $400,000 from the content creation bootcamp, but I'm not doing that this year. And you would think, yo, why? It's a day. It's a day. You go teach what you already know. People enjoy it. They pay money and come. Well, if I focused on that, then I wouldn't be able to really grow the morning meetup on my podcast the way I want to. So sometimes you got to cut some things that pay you. Mm. So there, you have a lot going on. You're either going to relaunch the thing that you said that you launched last year. And by the way, sometimes that comes from somebody hits you like, yo, you still selling them? You still selling socks? And you're like, nah, I'm focused on hats and stuff. And then somebody else say, yo, you ain't got to wear them socks? And you say to yourself, oh, I need to bring the socks back. Mm-hmm. Even though the hats are selling. There's two, like... You can't juggle everything. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. So the truth of the matter is you can't be, you can't have balance in everything at the same time. So if you have balance in one area, the other, the other area is just off balance. That's just physics, right? It just is. You cannot have balance at the same time. So you probably have to, I think the best thing to do is to get rid of the idea that I'm going to have balance in in this scenario and accept or adopt the idea of I am going to be unbalanced or imbalanced. I understand that and let me work through this, right? Because really, what are you trying to balance? What does that even mean? I want the same amount of excitement as I want expansion, I want the same amount of engagement as I want expansion. I want to be just as eager as I am making money. Like, what does that even really mean? You have to be focused on a singular idea. Get that going and let it be self-standing. And then you come and focus on the other singular idea and get that going and be so. And even though they're both going, it doesn't mean that they're going in, in balance. One could be going at this level. The other could be just right here. It's tipping the scale still. Mm -hmm. So let's, 
let's just get rid of the idea of balance. I believe Myron even talked about this at our event yesterday. Typically, typically when we have balance, that means nothing is really happening. So if you've got balance in your life, if this is a scale and you've got balance, there's no movement. And life is all about movement and energy, right? So do we really, really, really want to be balanced? Or do we constantly want to have movement where things are going in and we're managing, not balancing necessarily, but we're managing through these things? Yeah, yo, he gave Ellis Barr. And I, he said it, and it, but I didn't understand it. I was about to say it. You said it wrong. No, I was about to say it. So. Oh, my gosh. Because okay. nah, I want to be able to use this clip for Instagram. <laughs> so <laughs> so nah, this is what he said. He was like, um... If you are in focus, you are out of balance. Mm -hmm. If you are out of balance, if you are in balance, you're out of focus. Yeah. And people who are working on an idea, building an idea, especially a new one, don't need to be worried about being balanced. You need to worry about being focused. Right. You know, it makes so much sense because, like, let's say you're focusing on your business. Right now, you're focusing on building a business. There's going to be friends and family that say, we don't see you no more. Many of your relationships are out of balance because mm-hmm. you're focused, right? If you're focused 100% on your family, your business will be out of balance. Well, if you're in balance where everybody's cool, your business is doing some, your family's cool, and you're balancing it, that means you're not focused on growing anything. Yeah. You're going to go through these seasons where something is just getting more of you than the other thing. That doesn't mean that you're failing in the thing that's getting lesser of you, but there are certain measures that you put in place. So in the example that David just used, if you're building a business, sometimes when you're super hyper-focused on your business, your family could be getting a little less of you, right? And so that doesn't mean that your family falls apart. That means that that's a conversation that you need to manage. You need to have it so you can manage and say, hey, listen, for the next 90 days, I have to put in what, I, what I'm working on will require about 12 hours a day for me. Do I have you guys' permission to maybe miss dinner or maybe miss lunch? Or as long as I am at dinner, you kind of give me that 90 days. And then there are some times where you're all about your family and think about it. It could be a week-long vacation. You go on vacation. It's your anniversary trip. You're all about your family. You're out of focus in your business. That's just the nature of life. And I believe that, I wholeheartedly believe that we need to stop searching for balance Mm -hmm. and just focus on what needs to be focused on at that time, managing everything around us in a better way. Oh my God, there's so many great points here. But I heard him speak on that as well, Myron Goldman. And he also kind of mentioned everything you just said, you guys said that also whenever you do find what you believe to be balanced, that balance is a season and mm-hmm. it's not a place that you want to stay forever. Then right. you have to get back to your focused season and they kind of go in rotation of mm-hmm. one another. That's a fact. Um, my son is three. He's never going to school. He's going to be homeschooled. So I'm talking about. Point blank period. He's mm-hmm. going to follow schools. me everywhere I go, learn everything I know. That was one point. Another point since I'm in the chair. I fly <laughs> spirit, y'all, because when I get on the flight, I go to sleep. I don't know anything that's going on in the entire flight. From the moment I get on the plane, I go to sleep. I'd rather have that extra $1,000 to shop when I get to wherever I'm going. 
So I just want to throw that in there too. What else I got? Um, All right. You want to talk about it? I'm also so, coming. Girl, girl, I cannot. <laughs> First Let's of go. all, we're here now. son three years old, going to be homeschooled. I love it, right? I, I think certain... I think certain situations work well for homeschooling. I think other situations where you don't have the ability to really be focused. Like, if your child is going to be at home on their computer, I'm not cool with the homeschool. I don't think it's a good fit. But let's get to the Spirit Airlines. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sleeping. First of all, shout out to your level of sleep because... <laughs> it's real. I cannot sleep on a Spirit flight because I'm sitting like this. <laughs> like, how you going to be asleep like this? Yeah, and you spend an extra thousand on a bag. You know what I mean? Then, <laughs> right, by, the time, home. by the time you check your bags, you're talking about going somewhere and spending a thousand dollars shopping. To me, that sounds like four hundred dollars in in baggage checking. Let me ask this question: uh-huh. Have you been on a first class flight? I have not. I've been on Delta flights, but never first class. Okay. So. Let me tell you. You get your drink before everybody else even sits down. A drink, too. You get a drink, drink. They be like, what you want to drink? Not not just coffee, tea, and water. (laughs) What you want to drink? But I be sleep. No, you don't be sleep when they be boarding. So that's... (laughs) Two minutes after. But that's like, I mean, when I go get... And it doesn't happen often, but I go get my feet done. I be sleep. So do I just not do I just do it at the crib and just? But that's like the only like luxury thing I kind of cut corners on is the flight. Everything else I'm like, but, give me the best of the best. But wouldn't it wouldn't life be amazing if you didn't have to cut corners on that? Don't you? Deserve- Let me say this, and I feel you because I think everybody has their limit. Like me. I will not pay $700 more for a first-class flight just to p- fly an hour. Being who you are right now. Um, it just, <laughs> it, it depends. So here's the thing. Um, it really depends because who I am right now just doesn't change that principle inside of me that says, I can't justify spending $700 for a 40-minute for flight. Can I say something No, to you real let quick? me finish real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna love that part. They gonna love it. Make sure that's the clip, Mark. Make sure that's the clip. But here's the thing. So being who I am right now, though, I have flown spirit and I used to fly spirit. Like being who I am right now, though, I just can't fly spirit because I can't take the chance that somebody I need to connect with is judging me for flying spirit, right? Mm, okay. I can't take that chance. I speak about abundance and luxury and lifestyle and when I fly, especially when I'm in first class, I'm always looking around to see maybe who I can, you know, connect with. There's nobody I want to connect with. And that's the assumption. <laughs> but you be somebody I want to connect with, but because you're on a spirit flight, I'm like, oh, she broke. <laughs> Even though I think Mike Tyson was just on a jet blue flight when he punched that guy. I think they said that was a jet blue flight that he was on. People have, like, if I miss the plane and I, I need to get home, if spirit is all that's available, you might catch Donnie on, on spirit. But just generally, I am being very, very intentional in this season of my life on about what I attract to me. And spirit just is such a subpar experience. It's just the, we don't have any water. We don't have any crackers. We're going to nickel and dime you for everything. The people who serve you are not typically the nicest people. It's like they got this community of 
like they work for the government. It's like this community of people it's who just the Walmart of airlines. But here's the thing, guys. I'm asleep. But Walmart's all trash. that being said, I, I'm going to receive that. I'm going to start flying Delta more. Period. I mean, take your time. Start with Southwest on the flight in Delta. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and that's, the that's why you're in your season. Sad if, your husband, if your husband's on the Spirit flight, I'm not you know looking I mean? at him. But you hit a you hit a very good point. Is, well, is me, your husband on Spirit? <laughs> he ain't on Spirit, so I can't be on Spirit. You just solved my Spirit problem. Exactly. Your husband ain't at the red roof in. He ain't. Your husband is not on spirit. He is Yo, not. Let me, let me tell you. I am flying first class. And we judging let him me, if he is, though. We if, are. <laughs> if husband, you are on spirit, you are being judged let me, let me, right let me, now. Let me, let me just tell y'all, it's all relative, though. So I'm okay with a first class flight, right? I wasn't. I And I would justify in my head, why would I pay an extra thousand dollars to sit in a row ahead of me? It's not. It just doesn't make sense. I had the same moment two days ago. So um, I'm sitting with Darius Daniels and Nehemiah Davis. And he started talking about like how he got to Clearwater and Darius took a jet. <laughs> yes. In my mind, the Delta flight took 45 minutes. Yes. 45 minutes from Atlanta to Tampa. But he took a jet. And I'm like, how how much is that? I need to know these numbers. Like Neil was like, "Yo, a flight to from Atlanta to Vegas on a jet, sixty five thousand. In my head, I can't justify it. Mm-hmm. I just can't. But when I'm talking to them, they're like, "Yo, it just it just doesn't make sense to have to go to the airport. You got to find somewhere to park." He said, "Yo, the convenience." He said, "I pull my car up to the clearport, hop on a plane." Gets me straight there. I ain't got to wait no lines. They got food on the plane. I go over, come back, come right back, and it's no hassle. It saves me time. Mm-hmm. I'm still struggling Yeah, with that. I don't think I have gotten... So you usually change your habits when things become uncomfortable for you. And if I'm being totally honest, I don't think that I have gotten so uncomfortable flying commercial that I can justify spending... $65,000 to get to Vegas. For sure. I just, I don't, but, but, but here's the thing. Now, I was sharing with someone um, two weeks ago. I'm driving on Peachtree Street and I'm going down the street and I get to a light and I see this car full of people. They look at me and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just, I just, you know how you are when you meet eyes with somebody and they're not like looking at me like they know me. They just look at me. And so I look and I'm like, you know, just in music. And so I continue to drive and I'm headed to Barnes and Noble and I pull in Barnes and Noble and they like beelined across traffic and pulled into Barnes and Noble too. And I noticed it because of how they had to get over. So I pull into Barnes and Noble and I'm getting out of my car and three people jump out of the car. Donnie, oh my God, it is you for real. Like we just really wanted to say, we love the Social Proof Podcast. We don't want no pictures or nothing, girl. We just, we love the Social Proof Podcast. And I was stuck between excited that they recognized me and like, don't do that. (laughs) Right? Because I carry when I'm by myself. So somebody like beelining across traffic, it was a guy and two girls and they're beelining and they jump out the car at me. I'm immediately like, what's good? And you know, so if that grows, if that continues to grow and we got opportunities where that can potentially continue to grow, for my peace of mind, maybe I can see, okay, I kind of want to avoid this experience because 
I don't want to deal with certain types of interactions, maybe, then I can see that. But it hasn't gotten to the point. So in that moment, I was like, shoot, I probably need like a driver (laughs) (laughs) or something. But, you know, I started to think about they were so excited and, and it ended up being totally fine. But it's scary. So that was a very uncomfortable situation for me that said, well, maybe I do need to start, you know, being more aware of my surroundings. And that's also why, you know, like I carry when I'm by myself, like religiously at this point. And what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There's some th- things that you put in place, but... Wait, here's, here's the thing, Donnie. What, like even the things you're talking about, right? You can't you can't justify it right now. I can't justify the plane, but that's in direct relation to the amount of money we make. That is a fact, and that is that is the truth. But I was trying to think about who it was that I heard say that they still fly commercial, and it just is what it is. But I'm sure they've had plenty of of private flying yeah. experiences. Um, I can't think of who it is. It, it's some I mean, celebrity. Obviously, you'll have these scenarios, but in general. The thing you have a problem with is in direct relation to the amount of money that you make. So what's holding you back? So how how much is a typical steak for you? A typical steak, a mm, hundred bucks. Let's just say hundred bucks. How many people a steak? You were you would say a lower number for a steak? Yeah. How much would you pay for a steak? Like sixty. I listen. I there was I don't eat steak like that, but thirty dollars was. Because the chicken's chicken's 12, a steak is 20. You know what I mean? Like, let me do that. But if if you only make a certain amount of money, $100 for a steak is a lot for you. If you make more money, the 100 just seems so much smaller. So the reason, okay, the $1,000 difference, $1,000 is super relative. Somebody who makes $100 million, why wouldn't they just pay $1,000 for first class? Or Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they just... $65,000 $65,000 for a flight one way from Atlanta to Vegas, astronomical to me. I'm not doing it. It doesn't make sense. I get it. And I was the same way. So when, before I made the money that I make now, Steve Madden all day. Yeah, Aldo, not, Steve Madden. Nice. I'm like, yo, it's <laughs> the same exact shoe. Like <laughs> Steve Madden actually knocks off, or I don't know who did it first. I don't know who's doing what. But Steve Madden has very similarly looking shoes and they equally hurt your feet, right? To red bottoms. They equally (laughs) hurt your feet. So I could pay $89 for the stiletto to hurt my feet or I could pay $1,100 or $1,200 for the stiletto to to hurt my feet. I haven't looked. Would I buy a Steve Madden if it was cute and I needed the shoes? Sure. I'm not, you know, I, I wouldn't just not, but 
I haven't been to a Steve Madden in years at this point, right? Like, if I'm looking for a shoe for an outfit, the first place I go is to Louboutin. Like, that's just, and it's different. But I remember Donnie a few years ago, like, I wish I would pay $1,000 for a pair of shoes to hurt my feet. Now I'm like, make sure my slippers or my flip-flops are in the car because I'm going to have on the shoe that I feel like completes my outfit. But I also know that people look at me head to toe. And I know y'all are judging me. I know y'all are judging me. I do look at you head to toe. I'll be looking for something to roll. People are looking at me head to toe. (laughs) I couldn't find nothing to do that. And I will attribute a lot of my success to my posture and my presence. I don't get people, whenever I tell people how much the investment is to be coached by me, I don't ever get people that say that's too much because I consistently look expensive. Even if I'm in my workout clothes and if I'm down, it's not about the cost of what I'm wearing. It's about total posture, total packaging. So I get it, but we got to get you off these spirit flights. Okay. Sorry, and get me dry. <laughs> so if, I, if I see yeah. you on, if I see you traveling, well, I'm I need you to screenshot me. Jamaica on Spirit in a couple of weeks. It's okay. already booked. But outside you, of that, you had like a three-hour flight. I'm gonna be asleep, sis, how the whole was, time. How was the like this, it was so it was five hundred dollars round trip. Brown I got more Jamaican trip. money. So your comfort is worth five hundred dollars. Honestly, God, y'all, I go to sleep so fast. It, I just don't. And even you be comfortable. I do too. And I just don't even remember the flight at all. I wouldn't remember the drinks. Let me I wouldn't ask you remember though, when anything you land, the fact that I'm missing my husband. That's the only thing. When you land, do you like stretch real big? So here's the thing. I flew, I flew, <laughs> I flew Delta to um, Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And my body was, like you said about the Steve Madden versus the um, Louis Vuitton, my body was equally as warm. Like my back was killing me. And I was like, why does my back hurt so bad? you go back on the flight. I was about in the middle, but I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm on Delta. Here's the the thing. I I don't think you got to switch. Whatever you're comfortable with, it's cool. Um, No, she has to get off with spirit. Here's the mindset. Here's the mindset change. And this is what helped me is I had to start thinking abundance. If you like spirit because that, mm-hmm. you're comfortable with that, go for it. Mm-hmm. But don't like spirit because it's cheaper or because it, here's, what, here's what I did. And this, this, this like changed everything for me. The way I looked at everything, little numbers. So the, the, the check comes and, you know, you're at a restaurant and you can, they do 10%, I think it was like 15% and 18% on the check. I remember it vividly. The difference between the 15 and the 18 was maybe like a dollar or two. I was about to do the 15, but I'm like, it's two bucks. Abundance. I want to I tip like somebody to just, I, I, I want to tip big. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a big difference, but at least I'm not, I'm not picking it because it's cheaper. Right. You feel me? I got into a habit of, like, I would eat pasta everywhere I go, like a chicken Alfredo. Still do. I still do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Extra One sauce, time, please. I remember I wanted shrimp. <laughs> and I asked the person how much the shrimp was, and I think they said like 6 or $7. And I was like, ah, you know what? Don't worry about the shrimp. So I just got a chicken Alfredo. So I'm eating my food and I really start, I was like disgusted with myself that 
that six dollars, like I'm looking at six dollars to satisfy something that I want. The six dollars made me settle. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying spend an extra thousand just because. But like we gotta start making these little decisions, right? Like I'm going to the gas pump. I told myself I never put a certain amount of dollars in my tank. And then I got, I, I remember I would never put five dollars in my tank. And then I go to the gas tank and I'm always putting 20 in. This is just a mindset shift for me. I got to a point, and I've been doing it for years, where I put the, and this is like when before I was like making money like that, I would go get the gas that I needed, let the little thing click and walk away because I need the gas. I'm going to spend it anyway. It's not like I'm saving money by only doing 20 now. Yeah. I had to get in the habit of filling up my tank because I want to be the person that fills up a tank. And I'm not nickel and diamond and click, 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 click. It's 94, 95, 96, 97. <laughs> And then you go over, you go over the dollar, you piss. Yo, I have been there so many times. Like, wait, 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 click, click, click. Go over that dollar, and it's like lunch changes for you for the day. Exactly. Oh, I'm not, I can't right. get what I want. I went a dollar over. Yeah, I there was a, there was a self park. I'm driving. I'm telling you, I remember these experiences, y'all, where my mindset started to change because you got to start think of, thinking abundance first. I get to like it's, it's a full park, and I don't know if it was a club or something like that. And it said valet ten dollars, but South Park was free. I'm I'm like I'm not gonna do ten dollars. Why not just park myself? Like I don't need valet, right? Like you just the, the other parking lot's right here. So I'm driving around for fifteen minutes trying to find the slot, and I said to myself, "Valet, what's up with my mindset? Just what's up pay with my the ten dollars." Paid it $10. Now, Just I'm not saying every time I go to Linux, I do the valet because I don't be driving the right car all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll, I'll go park that joint because I don't want a valet like my 2016 <laughs> Lexus. You know what I mean? Well, in my defense, let me get up for King Energy. Um, I don't do that in any other area of life. Yeah. I'm an abundance queen. Yeah. But the spirit was getting me, but you guys have delivered me today. Delivered. Yes. <laughs> I am delivered. I don't buy spirit no more. All right. King Energy. <laughs> I cannot. What up, y'all? What's happening? Hey. So, can I ask my question? Yeah, please. Yeah, so, Donnie. Show us time we got. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it awkward, David. Come I on, I have bro. to make it awkward. That's what I do. Okay. Um, so, the number four, I study numbers. The number four follows her. So Four follows her? Yeah, meaning she does things in four. So in 2020, what happened to your business? In 2020, my business grew. Two plus two is four. And what? <laughs> sorry. So 2020, I'm sorry. Let me break. Let me go all two the way zero, back. Two zero. Let, let me go all the way back. Oh gosh. Okay. So go. you got the two. I'm David. ready for you today. David, you got the two. You okay. got the zero. Yes. You don't count the zero. Yes. So what I did was I counted two plus two. Yep. And that comes up to four. It does. Now, Donnie, what day did you buy the condo for your mom? I closed on April 4th. Okay. <laughs> on the fourth month. <laughs> I did close on, on the April fourth month. Got you. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, I don't know maybe what happened in 2011 for you. Two and then one and one is two. And then it's four. Myron talks about You're this. Reaching, I don't know how y'all missed it. Okay. Energy, you're reaching, bro. I got to reach. It's a, okay, so you gotta push what's my it. number? 
So you are eight. So that's why half of eight is four. That's why y'all coming together to do, to do this podcast. Works. So I'm half of David? Well, both of y'all together <laughs> expands it. Am I half of him? <laughs> Let me get out of here. <laughs> but no, the numbers match up. Okay. What do they mean when they match? Okay, so go ahead. Keep coaching Dottie. Okay. So the number four <laughs> is associated with self-expression and self-fulfillment. And she loves structure. How many relationships you been in? It's also a representation <laughs> of maturity and stability of mind. Mm-hmm. I wonder why well, I'm not. And why is number four a sacred number? Because it's all about foundation and building. I won't be surprised if you got um, a number. David, you count? Who you count? There's 19 people here. Okay. And if you subtract 15 of the people, <laughs> why you would... <laughs> Four. You know what? You're right. So, Donnie, <laughs> real quick, the first letter of your name is a D, right? Is a D? Yeah, you're right. A, B, C, D. You can't make this stuff. I can go on and on, y'all. W, X, Y, and Z. I can't play. W, X, Y, Z. I'm four letters away from the end of the alphabet. And four letters away from the beginning. That's real. Got four. Now, I won't be surprised. Like, um, Let me start speaking my affirmations in sets of four. There you go. Because I speak them in sets of three right now, but I'm about to speak them in sets of four. Mm. You better... Yeah. Why do you think Myron builds out in four? He I understands think I'm the clowning, numbers. but I'm but, serious. Yes, but everything, like completion typically is four. You got four quadrants, four mm-hmm. seasons. Four, I mean, four isn't a lot. But a lot of people, it follows them in certain patterns. They do. Knowing and not knowing. So for you, you so have to... So how does this help, though? This helps where you can structure things, like you said, in fours. So you're number eight. Eight is connected to abundance because you're born on the eighth day and you're born on the 12th month. month. So one plus two is three. Three is all about expressing yourself. So as you speak, that's how you get your abundance. That makes sense? Yes, but I understand (laughs) energy. We can like create numbers for anything. 19. But like, I'm I can see you. how four relates to anybody in this room at some point. No, nah, not really. No? Because somebody that's born under a two maybe do well in pairing. And somebody that's born under the one vibration maybe has to be more independent. Mm. So I was somebody... born under the four vibration? I don't know uh, what day you're born on. The if 27th? You... So you're born on the 27th, which is a nine. So nine. On the 12th the of the month. On the 12th on... month of the year. Okay, so you're born on 27. So that's why you do things in threes. Because three is all about um, the trinity. Because 12, one plus two is three. three. And mm-hmm. then I was born on the 27th. Mm-hmm. Two plus seven is nine, which is divisible by three, which gives me three, which is why I do everything in, in threes. threes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we break... The numbers here, that's why the Bible says know thyself. And if you don't so know I'm not yourself. Three or four. What's good? No. So the four vibration, I I can guarantee you, like in your name, you probably have fours. And I meditate to the four thirty-two hertz. Come on. But what is the two? Actually, where's the, where's the two come in? Where am I two at? Because two is divisible, four is divisible by two, which gives mm-hmm. me two. Break it down. Because it's all in her chart. The reach is crazy. It's, the reach is so Listen. crazy. When people start talking about these numbers, yeah, you can you can literally create, you can make anything nah, make man. sense. Nah, I'm just showing the facts of things. Even if you know it or not, it oh, affects all of us. M-R-C-H-A-E-L. 
D-O-N-A-T-R-A. Yeah, I got eight so letters in my name. Yes. You got eight. Which half is divisible by half of eight is it's four. four. Half of four is two. So maybe I'm, let me just, eight, four, two. I'm going to write down all these numbers. That's so, important. I got a three. Yeah. I got a two. An eight and a four. Two, three, four, eight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are we doing? If I add all of those up, what does that yeah. give me? Anybody? Two plus three plus four plus eight oh gives God. me 16, <laughs> which, which the square root of 16. <laughs> but, she, but she only has one child. But I only have one but child. Well, that's for right now. She wants okay, to have so more. The right, but if she if she had four, then we'd say you got four kids, right? Well, like, yeah, I got four kids, no, and then no. you have another one, and then we create the five. The one is different. But my daughter is going into her fourth <laughs> year of yeah. college. Oh, Somebody speak but no, a word. So, so this year, All right? right since you're born, I just added up your numbers. This year is your nine years, so it's a lot of things that you're ending, so you can begin something new. Okay, that's what you feel. So. All right, King. Yo, this, this, right. this episode is sponsored by yeah. the Morning Meetup. <laughs> the only organization that gathers every single day. And King Energy is in the Morning Meetup. So it's only $79 a month. But nine plus seven is 16, see, which, which is, is divisible, divisible by, by four. four. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they are. They're going to be like, why y'all clowning King Energy? Yo, he set himself up today because I got every number is relative to me. <laughs> It's Thanks, four. I, but I am going to start my affirmations in four. And, and if I start manifesting and attracting faster, I'm going to let you know. You know what's out. so funny? If somebody watching it right now, just they just talked it up to the fact that I'm just not woke. You are and not I'm, woke. And I'm I operating mean, on a lower vibration. I I I'm operating on a lower vibration right now. I do understand the the uh, in, the value in angel numbers and the significance, rather, of angel numbers. I do. Um, not quite sure. I got to... I got to figure out my calculation. How many teeth you got? <laughs> I got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, the only organization that gathers every single oh, day. Oh, wait. But my dentist just said he recommends that I get all four of my wisdom teeth pulled. You're not the only one with four wisdom teeth, though. <laughs> I could have only needed one pull or none. He said four. Has anyone had all four of their wisdom teeth pulled? At one time? Are all the, is your is your number of four? Oh my gosh. The way King Energy looked at okay, you're are y'all, 11, are like, y'all are, talking about y'all's yo, Enneagrams or are y'all talking about angel numbers? Yo, can I can can we end this episode? And then we can talk about all the numbers y'all want to talk about. You just been, don't, you, don't like, you don't like being in an environment where you don't understand. <laughs> 52 million? $44 million. So he's a four? I understand. I, I understand. I get it. 
I understand that people do things for the numbers, but... You just don't believe in the significance of it. I don't see the significance. Yeah. Yes. So Christ died so we can become more mm. like God, like Christ. The numbers don't like... You don't understand it now, but it's okay. My point is, my point is, I think you can create a number at it. If I just randomly picked my number is six. I can look at things in my life and we'll see sixes pop up. Mm -hmm. It's just like you get a car, you see mad cars. It's because you're you're focused on those numbers. If you came here and said, Donnie, you're number seven. She'd be like, seven? Because I do this in sevens and I do that in sevens, which is 14. And then, like, I, I, I don't know. Say it again. Hey, man. This episode of Social Proof is brought to you about a uh, by a whole lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all follow King Energy, man. Make sure y'all follow King Energy and everybody who is rooting for blessing to have a blessing of her own and never fly spirit again Mm -hmm. voluntarily. Y'all make sure y'all shout her out in the comments as well. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Six Figure Edu. The only community that is developing coaches, consultants, and course creators from scratch. Like, you have something in you. You're not quite sure what it is. You know that you've experienced some things. You know some things. And other people need to know and experience those same things. Let me help to develop you into a coach, consultant, or course creator. SixFigureEDU.com. That's S-I-X-6. FigureEDU.com. Also brought to you by Post you need to, to make it Pay. Four we not doing nothing for <laughs> figures around here. <laughs> also post to pay for my service-based entrepreneurs who are struggling to connect and engage with your followers on Instagram specifically. I send you three text prompts every single day of exactly what to post on your social media uh, page. And you can get information about that at 404-737-2767. Let me also shout out DeAndre of Retail Junkie who saved the oh, day yeah. for me at uh, the airport on uh, maybe two days ago or something like that. Amazing customer service. And next next week's episode, I want to talk specifically about customer service and talk to you guys about the $156 bowl of soup that I had yesterday at the airport. Hmm? I had a $156 bowl of soup yesterday. I was with you. You lying. Ask your wife. I was with you. You didn't spend $156 on soup. $156 bowl of soup yesterday. So, you spent $156 on bowl of soup? Mm-hmm. $156 bowl of soup. And I'm going to... We're too far into the episode for me to go into the story, but I'm going to go into the story. David was on the phone, but ask Dre when you get home what happened due to customer service. Um, $156 bowl of soup. Oh. All right. Uh, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. The only organization that goes every single day. Here's what's cool. I have a, a, a content creation course, right? And the course sells for $500. Mm-hmm. Well, the course comes complimentary in the morning meetup. You yep. know how much you can get in the morning meetup for and talk to me every single weekday for a whole year? You know how much? I think it was $400 nope, for the year. $399. <laughs> The numbers don't, numbers don't lie, man. Three ninety nine, which is divisible by three, because my <laughs> rising was at six. 
was, listen, man, in the app, you have options. You can pick $3.99. You, you know, <laughs> anyway, yes, join the morning meetup, man. Powerful, powerful community. We're reading every day. We're reading books together. Um, the morning meetup is absolutely phenomenal. If you are a content creator, you're an entrepreneur trying to get over the hump, you need that community. I'm telling you, environment will be the thing that changes your life forever if you get in the right environment, okay? So go to themorningmeetup.com or download the Morning Meetup app in any app store. Go to The Morning Meetup, download the app, and then join us on the call every single morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. And if you love the Social Proof podcast and all of the gems and and tips that we give you guys and you're like, you know what? I wish I could just sit and pick Donnie and David's brain for like an hour. Mm -hmm. I wish I could just talk to them exclusively about my business and my business only. $30,000. $30,000. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, where are we going with that? Yeah. I mean, it would. It would be about $30,000 for a conversation like that. Talk to you for an hour for $30,000. You can come sit down here Let's have a conversation. You can come right in this room, pull up the third orange seat, and we'll talk to you for $30,000. $30, That's an option. Or, 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 or you could get our brains at a discount. $3,000. Yeah, the way you be saying it is always awkward. <laughs> <laughs> or, you guys, you can choose to be in a setting just like this where you can join us on our newest series, Brain Picker Podcast and talk to us about your business for a whole hour virtually, but you still get the benefit of our of our audience, of our network, the exposure, and the coaching. Anything you want about your business, one whole hour focused on you. Right now, it's just $3,000 at the time of, of this episode. fix your business. We have 100% success rate. 100%. Every single person said, yo, this was worth way more than $3,000. Yeah, 100% success rate. So go to our uh, website, actually, Brain Picker podcast.com. You'll get to see what the Brain Picker Podcast is all about. And you'll also get to catch a couple of the testimonials from people whose businesses we have completely transformed in an hour. Let yours be next. Do it. BrainPickerPodcast.com. We are out here. Like, subscribe, share. Peace. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, The Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.